It's pretty damn fantastic, if you ask me. I mean, damn. I sound good. I don't have a lot of high in my voice. Now I do, but see, I got rid of that. There we go. Keep that there. Put the mids there. We are good to go on this Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. A little show uh, note. Today's show will be a two-hour straight show. 
No breaks. I have a meeting today. Hopefully, let's keep the fingers crossed that we are selling some advertisement today or at least getting in touch with people that can sell advertisement for the show. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited about this. I mean, I showered, shaved. I did everything. I have my show shirt on in case I spill anything, and then I have to change, and I have to go to this meeting. I'll let you know how everything goes at the meeting. Let me welcome everybody once again to the show here on a Monday, and let's say some good mornings here. Uh, let's see. First one here is Hangtown Gents. This morning, ass. Happy fucking Monday. I hope you had an incredible weekend. I sure did. Well, I hope you did. I hope you got to practice some of your new Chinese skills out. Today, today, this is an ode to, to not only... Holy shit! Look at them donuts! But, but of course, Tommy's. Holy shit! Yes. How do you say holy shit in Chinese? Holy shit in Chinese. 我去,我去,我去, 我去, man, 我去, there you go, there, there is your Chinese word of the day, one more time, one more time for everybody, okay, holy shit, in Chinese, 我去,我去,我去, there you go, Battleborn in Nebraska says, morning ass, here we go again, five days of counting until the weekend, Let's make the best of this. All right. Well, that sounds all right to me. By the way, the new board has been covered up all weekend. No damn dog hair getting in this one, hopefully. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Man, this board is pretty. And, I mean, the, the, the levelers are all nice and tight. The knobs are tight. I don't even know how to do the, the graphic stuff. Let's just put, put around with that. Now, woo yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing there. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh uh, next one here, uh, is Straight Fire. It says, hey, y'all, Monday, no identifies as Friday. <laughs> hey, Friday, him, her. That's pretty good stuff right there. Andrew says, good morning, a uh, Monday morning, ass family. I'm about to be very busy. We're bringing in 300-plus people in the next two weeks to handle claims for this hurricane. Oh, that's right. Oh, what it, where, where is this at? Hold on a second. Tropical Storm, Ian. Uh, we'll, we'll do, and by the way, shit name. Bullshit on the name. They were calling this Tropical Storm 10 last week. Uh-uh. No. I want a damn hurricane. Hurricane Ian is fixing to hit, and it is going to hit right in Hurricane Alley. I uh, wish those people nothing but luck. And, Andrew, I, I know how busy you're going to be. Good luck, my friend. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday, but what a great weekend. It was. Not really, but it was. Uh, I'll get to all that shit here in just a little bit. We got to talk football. We got to talk everything here. Swoosh says, morning ass family still testing positive for COVID, but feeling pretty much back to normal. Find out from my boss how much longer I'm required to quarantine before going back to work. You well, according to the CDC, you should be able to go back to work. But that's just me. I'm just saying. And the CDC. You know, they, 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 they were big wigs for a little while. Now nobody's listening to him, kind of like I told everybody not to listen to him. Uh, look at that. Happy Monday ass. What a stupid-ass game last night. Niners in the uh, the Broncos. What was it, 10 to 11? Was this a home run derby game? What a terrible game. I'm, I'm a good morning to you, though, uh, as well. And oh, goodness. Oh, my lucky stars. 
The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. That that you are, and, and I hope that you have a wonderful, exceptional day today. Christopher's in the house. He says, God bless you. Oh, I'll watch you. As it, watch you, that was some kick-ass music to start the morning. Yeah, I had a little uh, little extra in me today, a little oomph for a Monday. Got to get everybody get up, motivated, get fired up. Oh, because this weekend, let me just tell you. First of all, let's start with Saturday. Fucking Longhorns. I I, I don't even know where to start with this team. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean... The only good that came out of Saturday was that Oklahoma lost as well. The University of Miami lost to a, a, an FBS school in Middle Tennessee, which I thought was fantastic. Arkansas, you dickheads. You dickhead kicker. All you had to do was make that fucking field goal, and it wasn't even that far. You hit the very top of the crossbar, the very, very, very tip top, and it bounced straight up and came right down. You could have beat a and you could have made my weekend not as shitty with the Longhorns losing to fucking Texas Tech. And just in such an abysmal way. The Longhorns give up the, the, the game go-ahead fucking field goal with 21 seconds left. It's 34 to 31, even though at one time it was 31 to 17. But I digress about how bad the defense played. And then backup quarterback Hudson Card, who had a terrible game. He, I do not like him. He completed two uh, two passes, one amazing catch. I mean, I mean, look, look. And there was there were there were some bad calls in the game, but no bad calls like the Alabama game. That's just still second to none. Field goal kicker comes in. We had twenty one seconds to go down the field and kick a field goal. We did it in nineteen seconds. Tie the game. Coin flip for fucking overtime. Each team gets the ball in overtime. We get the ball first. Fumble on the first play. Texas Tech gets the ball back. They score. They win the game. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh, USC won, though. Yeah, that doesn't make me happy. Buenos dias, Ogre. Sports are all rigged or full of people who have zero fight in them because they're just there for the money. It's getting to be like that. I mean... Like watching that, the only the only thing good worth watching this weekend, seeing people's head explode, and, and mine explode a little bit when they turned on the Aaron Judge home run chase. They they split screen it with the Longhorns game. I wasn't happy about it, but hey, you know it's history. And by the way, stop people say it. Look, look, look. There are only three men in the seven hundred club. Legit, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Albert Pujols. As far as 60 home runs go, there's only uh, Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, and now Aaron Judge. I've lost any love for sports, even the five Super Bowls. Those are worthless. Same thing for the three World Series titles. Fuck it. It's all rigged and tainted. Well, then we go to Sunday, and my my Cowboys play tonight, and I I, I guess I'm halfway. I'm wearing a Cowboys t-shirt, so we'll see how Cooper Rush does. The next Tom Brady. But this weekend's picks, Joe and I pooped the bed. I mean pooped the bed. Joe for the weekend was 5-10. and 10. I was 6-9. and nine. And we both have the Cowboys going tonight, which means we will be tied 
for the uh, the picks of the regular season. Fucking six and nine. Now, we got to talk about a couple of these games from yesterday. I'm just going to do it now because I don't care. Um, first of all, first of all, let I need to talk about this Colts-Chiefs game yesterday. Uh, and all you motherfuckers sucking the cock of Jimmy Carapolo, I told you he sucks and he keeps proving it. He blows so many games he should work in Vegas in a massage parlor. Wearing my 1994 Troy Aikman jersey to work today. Good, 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 good. Keep, keep it alive. Because, I, I, I mean, sports for me, and, and a call happened yesterday in the Chiefs game. Which, I, look, look here, I, I'm, I'm starting to go more and more to Ogre. And I don't want to. I don't want to be that jaded yet. But they sacked my, it was the Chiefs against the Colts. The Colts who just got shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Chiefs, it was like fourth down or third day. It was a down that was going to be bad. It was like third or fourth and 15. Matt Ryan, who sucks, who came from Atlanta to Indianapolis. They sacked him, and the dude got up and was in his grill talking shit. From Kansas City. Didn't push him, didn't hit him, didn't, you know, didn't do any kind of gyrations or anything. He's standing there talking to him. And the referee throws the fucking flag. Well, wait, 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 huh? You threw a flag over words? When did this become a thing? Now, look, in high school and junior high, I can understand it. Maybe even a little at the college level, but at pro football, you let these guys talk. You penalized him, and then it was an automatic first down. That turned into a field goal that ended up winning the game for the Colts over the Chiefs. Because It was a 15-yard penalty because he said something? Did he call him a cocksucker? I mean, I, I've never, I've never seen that called before. I mean, I've seen it called where a coach is talking to the referee, but this defensive player was talking to another player. He wasn't talking to the referee. Oh, I'm smelling some investigations going into some of these referees. Oh, ho, ho, you better fucking believe it. And the other thing from yesterday that. And I watched a little bit of this game. I I, I got to say, um, the uh, Miami Dolphins. Who who in the fuck did they beat yesterday? Uh, oh, the Bills. Now that's why I watched it because it was the Dolphins and Bills, and I I I've, I've jumped on board with the Bills bandwagon. I mean, I don't have any merchandise, and I never will. But so I'm watching this game, right? And quarterback Tua. Tugalova, or whatever his damn name is, from Alabama, gets polywopped like like a quarterback should. I mean, that motherfucker got hit. And he got up, and he took two steps, and he fell back down. And he got up, and then he fell into a fucking offensive lineman. Now, that reminded me of the Trevor Burbick fight against Mike Tyson, where Mike Tyson knocks out Trevor Burbick, and he gets up, and he falls down. And he gets up again, and he falls into the ropes, and he falls into the fucking photographers. He was knocked out. If this is truly all about player safety, 
Riddle me this, Batman. How is he able to come back into that game? After getting the shit hit out of him to where he's knocked unconscious, how can they allow him to come back in? This happened in the first half. They brought him back on the field after halftime. He finished the game with the Dolphins winning 21 to 19. I gotta I gotta say that 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 is some bullshit right there. They're also a butt punt in that yeah, the butt punt at the end of the game. How fantastic was that? Miami tried to do everything they could yesterday to lose, including a butt punt where the kicker, the punter, punts the ball right into the guy who's protecting him's ass. Bounced out for safety. Buffalo had a chance to win, and they blew it. Bad time management. They need to do an investigation of these refs. Hashtag TL2024. Amen to that. Sticking with the NFL, the NFL is completely jumping the shark now, and Ogre, I might be there with you just because of what the NFL is doing. I heard that that run, running back punt protector is a big fan of ass, though. Oh, I'm sure he is. The NFL has come out and said, we could have sold 3 million tickets to the Bucks seahawks game in Munich as Europe Chief Brett Gosper reveals details about the huge demand and how a UK-based franchise can become a reality. When, when the NFL jumps the shark and goes across the pond, I'm done. When they have a Super Bowl in, in, in London, I'm done. This is not a worldwide game. These are American sponsors that are over there that they give all these tickets to, and that's who goes to the game. The regular old blokes that live over there, they do not like American football. When you say football over there, it means soccer, and you better not say soccer over there. They'll have a franchise in London and claim the NFL wants to be environmentally friendly. Yeah, no shit. With, six, with, with eight of the 16 games having to fly over there and them flying the other way. Unbelievable. Yeah, look, look. You want to take the NFL to Europe, you go right ahead. They're, they're clamoring for it so much that when we had an NFL Europe, when there were teams in Europe, it looked like the XFL here or the USFL or whatever fucking shit league that was all played in Birmingham this year or last year. They don't want it. Stop it. If they want to come to games, fly over here. We got more of them. And by the way, take your fucking soccer with you. Football over there is followed by oi, oi, oi. Anybody watch the President's Cup? No? Okay, good. Yeah, America kicked everybody's ass. Shocker there. It's, a, it, 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 it's the, the, the President's Cup. This is all political correctness once again. The President's Cup was never a big deal. The Ryder Cup is what matters, and it's played every other year 
So every other year they stick in the President's Cup where it's America versus every other country that isn't Europe. And of course we're going to dominate. It's fucking stupid. Fucking so dumb. But the dumbest announcement of the weekend has happened. And congratulations to the NFL for ruining halftime of this year's Super Bowl. This year's Super Bowl halftime show will be Rihanna. I, I'm, I'm sorry, did everybody get that? Rihanna. Rihanna. Fuck you too. Yeah, that, that that that's what I thought. Rihanna. Due to the fact that Taylor Swift turned it down, allegedly. Look, I, I, I'm sorry, but Jay-Z, who's in charge of the Super Bowl halftime show, is proving he's the most racist person I've ever seen. It's Rihanna. Hangtown Jen, it's just Rihanna. By the way, Rihanna is not a big enough star to do the fucking halftime of the Super Bowl. Rihanna. Oh, I'll tell you, guess she could only stick my cap for so long. Yeah, no shit, right? Rihanna's going to work, 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 work. Is that one of her songs? Look, I don't know Rihanna's music that well. I'm not a fan. I, I, I'm just not. What mass does she, she speaks to women and young women at that? I mean, at least Taylor Swift could have brought in a few country fans, maybe, and is a bigger star. But there, there's these two bands that I keep hearing about that, that maybe someday will change the way the record industry goes. One of them is called Metallica. And the other is Guns N' Roses. Now, I know there's not a lot of Guns N' Roses that get made fun of a lot, but they're still bigger than fucking Rihanna. What about, for the love of God, you want to have a fun show? Have Kiss. I know that they just, I had a friend of mine who went to the uh, big metal fest there that, that Slipknot does and Kiss played, and I'm not a Kiss fan, but they put asses in seats. Rihanna? Rihanna. And and I will just I'll let me just say this. I guarantee that the next time that a Super Bowl is held in the great state of Texas, if they do not have George Strait play, they are out of their ever loving fucking minds. There is not a bigger artist alive than George Strait. He's got more number one hits than anybody. He sold more albums than Rihanna. You want to talk about star power and how they they want to try to make it local? Where is this year's Super Bowl? Um, Rihanna turned down an offer to headline the 2020 Super Bowl because of the Kaepernick thing, but now she's going to take the money and run. And by the way, take the money and run, what happens is the NFL doesn't pay these artists but their artists' uh, catalogs, 
see a ginormous, anywhere between 1% and 300% growth. They could advance. Oh, DJ Khaled's going to be there. Oh, if Rihanna's there, DJ Khaled will be spinning for her. And we'll have to hear that. I hate Kiss, but if Jay-Z doesn't ever book them, he's a fucking anti-Semite against Gene Simmons. I agree. I mean, like Motley Crue, Def Leppard, come on. I wouldn't put Motley Crue on there, not with the way Vince Neil's singing. Not in front of a billion watchers. Uh, Gold says, morning, y'all. Three hours of sleep for that shitty, embarrassing game. Well, on to the Rams. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Josh McDaniels could never be a head coach in the NFL. Isn't that the, the Raiders coach? Yeah, he shit the bed yesterday. They had an opportunity to win that game and blew it. Yeah, it was a tough weekend in the NFL. Picks this weekend were all over the place. But I, I got to say that Rihanna, I mean, come on. Seriously? No, 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 no. Good God. Uh, all right, enough NFL shit. <sighs> Josh McDaniels turned a team capable of making the playoffs into a team that will be contending for the first overall pick. They are 0-3. They'll bring Drake out to do two songs he has with Rihanna. You know what? This is what I see happening. Maybe, Derek, but they'll probably wait and have Drake do the headlining show next year. Like, I don't know. Where, where is the Super Bowl? Does anybody know where the Super Bowl is this year? Uh, 2023. Let's see. Sunday, February. Where Where is it? Where? Oh, it's in Arizona. Okay. I mean, you know, no artists come from Arizona. I'm glad that I know zero songs of her. Ignorance is bliss. Amen to that. that. Now we can go back to watching the Puppy Bowl at halftime. Hell, MTV should show a fucking episode of Beavis and Butthead to take on the halftime show. This halftime show sucks. And as a former NFL fan, because, I mean, it's getting harder and harder. I really like last year's show, Don't Leave One Person to Speak to a Nation, Make It a Collab. Well, last year's show actually won an Emmy, and last year's show was pretty good. With Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop, could care less about Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, still don't know why he was there. He's not a West Coast guy, but neither is Eminem. To be fair, to be fair. But, I mean, come on. What does the NFL have against Metallica? I still don't know why they have never performed a halftime show. I know the Raiders aren't one of the elite teams in the league, but this play calling is atrocious. In the second half, Raiders had eight-minute drive running the ball. And what does McDaniels do on the second possession? What does he do? Only pass the ball. Fuck my life, yes. It, it, it always seems to work that way. When you're running the ball and it works and it works and it works, and then the coach goes, all right, time to pass it. And then you have an interception or something. It's funny. It, it always happens. It's the law of averages. 
<sighs> what else happened this weekend that's worth talking about? Oh, I know. Joe Biden creeped out an entire world this weekend. Um, this is probably the creepiest thing that he's ever done or ever said. Let's get through this ad that they're going to play here. Oh, I don't want AT&T. I just want the volume, please. Access denied. Good. I don't want your AT&T commercial. I want the fucking the thing. Uh, this was a, a, a speech he gave on Friday. Here you go. Here's dipshit. Here we go. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to him. By the way, Biden is addressing the teachers union. Well, there we go. Back again. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway. What the fuck? This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. What the shit was that? I was 30. She was 12. Boy, he's got a little hunter riding in him, doesn't he? I would say Metallica hasn't played it possibly because of Lars refusing to play. Okay. Uh, how much wailing and ganashing of teeth would there have been if Trump said she was 12 and I was 30? He would have been in prison. They would have, they would have literally thrown him in a prison. What the fuck did I just hear? Yeah, you, you, just, you, you just heard correctly. A lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. <laughs> we go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Hold on a second. I, 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 I gotta get this in my machine here. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is... Well, we got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway, but guess what? We got oh a lot to do. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Say hi to me. See, uh, export. We go back a long Wave. way. She was 12, I was 30, Uh-oh. but anyway. Yeah, you sick old fucking bastard. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Yep. Joe, Joe, Joe. All right, there we go. I've sent it to myself now. <laughs> that one's, that one's going to be in the old machine. So today I learned what the Tetris effect is after thinking Hold I was suffering on. a psychotic break. I went skydiving a couple days ago, and while I'm sitting in the classroom, uh, out of nowhere, I'm just like, there are puzzle pieces everywhere. I'm seeing puzzle pieces in everything. I saw them. There. Well, I, I don't know what that lady's talking about. She's probably crazy. Yes, Joe Biden addressing a teacher's union. Uh, the audience and the uh, union members laughed and cheered by the remarks. Biden's historical habit of touching and smelling women and girls in public, often yielding on-camera grimaces from recipients, earned the Republicans' nickname Creepy Joe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about it. 
I did not. What did he say about Elton John? I know he gave Elton John some award this weekend. Hold on, let's see. Uh, I know, right? Like he keeps passing the fucking ball when they have success driving ball. Hetfield said in an interview that they would more likely never be chosen for the NFL. They are not showy enough. They don't dance, jump around, or engage in masses enough. He said many rock bands will never be asked for that reason. Well, the problem is that we've had plenty of great rock bands that do it. I mean, Tom Petty, Tom Petty did it. If Tom Petty can do the Super Bowl, then Metallica can do the Super Bowl. It's just a bunch of stuffed shirt assholes who are trying to live. What they're trying to do is they're trying to, to get a halftime show that appeals to the tweens. The tweens and women. Hell, I'm surprised they don't have a TikTok group fucking penciled in for the halftime show. Is he confessing to touching underage girls much like he did his own daughter in the shower, allegedly? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, why is this former vice president such a pervert? How the fuck does somebody laugh at that? It turns my stomach. You're not the only one. You should see the crowd. Nobody in the crowd even grimaces at it. But once again, we'll play the stupid game, which was already played. If Donald Trump said it, he would be actually in prison. I need a shower after that speech. Where is Chris Matthews? I want to know what he said about Elton John. In a 2016 interview, Nikki Six since radio. Uh, oh, shit. Did he shower with her like he did his daughter's? So is Joe Biden a map? Yeah, he's a pedophile, allegedly. Oh, my God. That is so wrong. Okay, good. We have the Joe, Joe, Joe thing in there. Good. Uh, wait, oh, wait. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Swoosh, for the link. Let's see what this has to say. Like I said, I'm going two hours straight today because we have a big meeting that we got to go to, hopefully sell some advertising. Biden wraps arm around Elton John, says it's all his fault. We're spending... What, what, whoa, what the shit? No. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Now, 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 now I, I, I'm betting I know what that means. But that's not the way to say it. <laughs> I imagine that, that, that Elton John, who has a gigantic HIV foundation, has gone to the president and asked for lots of money, and they're going to give it to him. But saying this... By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Yeah, you know, um, yikes. I'm going to have to go ahead and keep that one, too. Uh, all right, let's see, bookmark, uh, add bookmark. We'll, we'll save this for later. I, I won't record this one during the show. Wow. Wow. Boy, that made me that that makes me uncomfortable he's saying that. Well, because this fucking this 
feral diseased monkey got loose. We have to spend $6 billion on AIDS. Wow. Just put that comment from the mouth of any comedian on stage, they would be banned immediately. Here's going to get a soft chuckle because he's the president. Remember in that old cartoon when a character would accidentally swallow a, a, a aluminum and their mouths would pucker up? <laughs> yes. His fault because Elton John is such a proponent of cur- curing it. Well, look, look. Elton John is a huge con- proponent of it. I, I won't doubt that. He has a huge party every year at the Oscars, and they sell tickets and they sell stuff to that. And he 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 does gather up millions upon millions of dollars for HIV research. But you can't say it that way. You just can't. Elton John was pissed. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, sorry. Um, why is nobody addressing the creepy voice that he's saying that in? What do you mean when he when he says that about Joe? Or when the he says whole, that about Elton John? The, the whole, his whole thing is, is creepy. Yeah, everything about Joe Biden is creepy. I know, but he says it like that creepy, creepy man voice. Like That's his voice. That's his voice? That's his voice. Oh, shit. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bradley sent me something here. Let's see. Oh, he was at the Virginia Tech game this weekend. That's cool. Elton John looked really butthurt. <laughs> I can imagine. Elton Grimm was like, what the fuck did this retard say? Joe Biden, the foot keeps inserting into its own mouth. This sick fuck actually laughing is more disturbing. We know what Joe is about. Uh, if Joe keeps this up, uh, Arnie's entire board will be filled with sound bites from creepy Joe. Like, no more Nathan 911. Oh, no, we'll keep that. Nathan, call 911. And I mean, in, anytime we got to have Peter Ducey on or Alicia calls talking about her poops. Dropping deuces. That's a huge bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to love Braddy. Undertone of I touched her when she was 12. Yeah. He is so creepy. Look, it, and there's only a few people in this world that, that give me the heebie-jeebies as much as him. And Hillary Clinton is another one. By the way, she just doubled down. You remember when she called Americans stupid for, for supporting Donald Trump? Remember that when she was on the campaign trail and pretty much said, you are stupid if you support Donald Trump. 70 million Americans were stupid in her eyes. Well... Now she's doubled down and says that her his latest rally. Oh, is, is this it right here? Standing up there ranting. Oh, ...are telling me that we just got some fresh new sound from... There we go. You know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour, and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. That's right. If you were wondering, yes, in fact, she called people at a Trump rally Nazis. 
excited that you know he's feeling the way he is now. Let's let, let let let's just not forget the fact that he whooped your ass, honey. That's right, America's Hitler beat you. Once again, this is what I love about the Democrats. They're all the cheating ones in relationship because they they claim that you're cheating on them. They're the ones doing the cheating. The left claims, oh, they're Nazis, they're racist, but, huh, it's weird how the right doesn't collect guns. They, they don't fucking crush free speech as the left does. By the way, by the way, uh, Joe Rogan, I think last week, had Mark Zuckerberg on his show. And Mark Zuckerberg all but admitted that the FBI and he squashed everything on the Hunter Biden laptop before the last election. You remember when it was put up as misinformation or they would take your post down from Facebook if you said something about that? And and Mark Zuckerberg, that fucking penis with ears... He said, well, you know, the FBI came in and they said that they'd, they'd done their research and blah, blah, blah. They were fact-checking. Who fact-checks the FBI? Anybody? Anybody want to answer that one? Uh, that's right. Nobody. So maybe, maybe be happy when you're called a Nazi or a racist because you know you're not and the person that's calling you is. This is the complete I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks on you. I love how the ditty I made for Peter Ducey has been turned into Lisa's theme song. She's comparing Trump to Hitler. Cancel her. Because of people like you, Hillary, that's why Trump became president. Amen to that. Careful, though. If Hillary finds this chat, we could all end up suiciding ourselves. How does she get away with... I mean, literally, literally, she deleted 33,000 emails that the court ordered over, yet she deleted them all, which is an obstruction of justice, no jail time. She admits that she made up, concocted with the Democratic National Committee, this whole Russian spying thing, which, by the way, that is another obstruction of justice because the FBI looked into that. For three years. You want to talk about how this country is seriously fucked up? She's walking around scot-free. Her husband was a part of that fucking island of pedophiles. We only saw pictures of him there. His name in the logbook. But nothing to see here. It's ridiculous. Yet, if you question the last, uh, the 2020 election, the Department of Justice, the brown shirts were at your house. Those men were raising their arms because prayer was being read. Some people even raise both hands if the Spirit moves them to do so. Yes, I've seen that. I've said it before. The left is like the little sister that hits you. You push back and they scream for dad is the victim. Yeah. I have to correct you, that, that's actual conspiracy. Sorry. The fake Russian thing that Biden still uses to this day to say Trump stole an election. Yeah, but no, there's no Department of Justice fucking coming after him. 
And by the way, once again, let me say it for I don't know what the zillionth time. When there was no evidence of Russian tampering in the 2016 election, no evidence, no evidence. One more time, no evidence of it. They took three years to investigate it. With all sorts of weird things that happened in the 2020 election, bags being dropped off, uh, counting centers saying they were going to take the night off so the cameras were turned off, and then they started counting again. There was all sorts of weird things that happened. Now, I'm not going to say there was cheating involved, wink, wink, but that's what's called evidence. And literally, nobody raised a finger in the federal government for it. And everybody just wants to point at January 6th. Oh, the worst thing. Kamala Harris compared January 6th. This is no joke. She compared January 6th to the, the, the day that Pearl Harbor happened and to 9-11. How in the fuck can you compare January 6th to 9-11? Or to Pearl Harbor. Was that December 7th? I don't want to get that wrong. Was it December 7th, December 6th? I think it's 7th. 1941. Let's leave out all those weeks of rioting that happened the summer before, though. Hmm. They wouldn't mislead us about Trump. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I hope that Trump is doing this in, in a fact, I don't think he is, that to where they take all the focus off Ron DeSantis and Ron DeSantis rides in on the white horse and saves America, even though I know he won't save America because nobody will let him save America. We have to let this election that's coming up in November. Literally, I mean, we're, what, five weeks away from tomorrow? Is it, is it five weeks from tomorrow? I believe I'm right. Well, let me get my calendar here. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. First Tuesday is, is December for or November first. Mm-mm. It's the seventh, you're correct. Thank you. You can't compare those days. those thousands upon thousands of Americans died on those two days. What was it? Two guys. One guy died of a stroke, and another woman, one of the insurgents. And I, I am totally against January 6th. Don't get me wrong, but the lady who jumped through a window with a guy pointing a gun at her, she got shot and killed. Well, you play stupid games, you win stupid fucking prizes. Sorry. I, I, and I know that she was once in the military. She had a family and all that kind of great stuff. If somebody's pointing a gun at me and says, do not jump through the window, I'm going to believe that they are going to shoot me, especially if they were a federal agent. But what the fuck do I know? By the way, did anybody get to catch the, the, the best thing that happened all weekend? There's a video going around of... Uh, Nancy Pelosi, she was giving a speech in New York, and she's not even from New York, and somebody starts a Let's Go Brandon 
chant, and, and it's loud as shit, and she just walks away. She's, like, so bothered by it. Well, it might be happening again. I couldn't talk about it. That's right. Nancy Pelosi was at the Global Citizens Festival in New York. She came on stage with the 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 chick from Scum Dog or Slum Dog Millionaire, the Paranka Chopra. Uh, she comes on stage and says, "As Speaker of the House, I'm here to thank you for your dazzling advocacy, entrepreneurial thinking, and determination as global citizens." Fuck America. She didn't say fuck America, but that's pretty much what that means. Uh, And the crowd booed her ass. Oh, God. Some idiot congressman said the cop was bludgeoned to death. I I saw the video of that. And this is the best thing about watching congressional videos and people that get grilled by Congress is that they never, ever admit they're wrong. They never admit they're lying. The guy who said the cop was bludgeoned to death, there's a Republican senator who goes, wait, 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 wait a second. There was a police officer that died, but he, he died of a stroke. He had a stroke and died. He was not bludgeoned to death. Well, there was still a man that died. The, the other senator said, who lied and said he was bludgeoned to death never gave in to the fact that he was lying when he said the cop was bludgeoned to death. And there's a gal who's up for a job as the uh, secretary of the archives or whatever. And, and the Secretary of the Archives is supposed to be a very, very non-political uh, state uh, stature. And this woman has written written uh, different articles, different fucking papers on how dumb Republican presidents are. Like how dumb Ronald Reagan was. How worthless, I believe, Dwight Eisenhower was. Former military leader, by the way. You can thank him for, uh, you know, helping win World War II, but he was an idiot in her eyes. And this congressman is grilling her about the things she wrote. She's like, well, that's not my personal feeling. He goes, you wrote it. These people are amazing at lying. I have to say, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. I have never seen people lie the way these people have been lying in the past Three years. It's unbelievable. Like, you could show them a picture of somebody holding a gun at them, and they will say that the person with the gun is the victim. I mean, that's exactly what they did to Kyle Rittenhouse. And you see what happened there. Those fine folks in the jury said, no, I don't think so. Kyle, you're free to go. And by the way, if you haven't heard, and I've said it a couple times, the guy that lived that fucked with Kyle Rittenhouse, he and his ugly girlfriend were just arrested for armed robbery, something that he wasn't supposed to have a gun because he is a convicted felon. This is the guy that beat up his mother. That's right. A guy who beats up his mother and gets felony charges for it, when you're a felon, you're no longer allowed to own a gun. That's just it. That's a federal law. So you lose that right. 
Yet somehow he got a gun to shoot at Kyle Rittenhouse, or at least pointed at him, and then he used it again. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Don't worry, I made it out of the woods, saw saw no bears or no snakes, just a lot of standing dead trees from last year's uh, Calder fire. Not smart to hike through those in the dark, but we made it. Uh, I guess nature is still my friend for right now. Um, All right, what else we got here? Because we are going straight until 11 o'clock, and then I got to call it. Don't send him to jail. Give Kyle a rematch. Amen. Let Kyle finish his job. Oh, before I get to all that, let's um, let's do this story here. Oh, um, I don't know if anybody's noticed, uh, but gas prices are way on the up. They have raised for a fifth straight day. The national average is now 371. Alicia sent me a text. Uh, hold on a second here. In California, she says, holy fuck, in literally 24 hours, gas went up 30 cents. One gas station was 579 this morning. It's now 609 a gallon. What the fuck? I wish I could tell you. I, I honestly wish I could tell you what the fuck. But, uh, well, you know why it's gone up. Oh, I know why it's gone up. Because Joe Biden's come out and bragged about how it went down. Joe Biden likes to do that. He like, oh, look at gas prices have gone down. This whole inflation thing. And by the way, I, I dare you to watch the 60 Minutes from last week. Thank you again, Warbird, for uh, sending me that 60 Minutes. Wow. Everything is blamed on Putin. Yes, V. Coop, you did it perfectly there. Blame Vladimir Putin. Because we would not have the, the inflation that we have. Hold on a second. Uh, let, me, let me get the correct uh, the sound effects out here. If it weren't for Vladimir Putin, we would not have the record high gas prices or inflation. <laughs> That's right, because all that shit was going up before Putin invaded Ukraine. And the reason why gas prices are up is because Joe Biden made us fucking take foreigners' oil and foreigners' fuel again. We were energy independent under Donald Trump, something that, boy, Joe Biden could not have. Not surprising they raise it to past six, then drop it to five. Now they raise it past seven. Keep it up, Democrats. You'll pay for it November 8th. They know it. I'm starting to see a lot more articles now where the Democrats know that they're fucked. Chevron and Wheatland, where I live, 619, diesel 609. What the fuck? What's really weird, the refinery in Toledo that caught in fire uh, was supposedly shut down has been operating. I literally drove by occasionally, including last night. Well, get ready for this. And by the way, by the way, there's a fat guy who does a talk show. And I think that you might even be listening to it right now. Who said, and I quote, here's the headline. Americans will pay more money to heat their homes this winter 
And it's not just because of inflation. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Americans will see the largest increase in home heating bills in more than 10 years. A new report from the National Energy Assistance uh, Directors Association, which represents the state directors of the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, projects a 17.2% jump in average home heating costs this winter compared to last year and a 42% jump in the cost of household electricity compared to winter just before the pandemic hit. Well, man, oh man, smack me in the butt and call me Sally. Am I surprised? Our gas prices are still slowly trending down. Uh, No increase here. Well, you're on the East Coast. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, y'all. Trying to, to savor the 509 gas before I have to pay $6 for it today. Mm, it's funny how the GOP is morphing into a new party, like the cronies are starting to lose the American First Party and MAGA Party. Biden only likes the crony Republicans, yeah. 370 for middle gas, that's what I got. I may register Republican if they stop obsessing on gay marriage and banning abortions and focus on America first. You think it's expensive now? Just wait six months. All indications are not looking good. This will be seen as a depression in the future, not a recession, in my opinion. Uh, That's Andrew. My business PGE was 30% higher last month. Oh, you're going to look, look. There's a great thing going around the Internet right now. Uh, you bring up PG&E, it reminds me of this. This uh, independent reporter is at a Gavin Newsom where, where he's out and about one day, polling or whatever. And the guy asked me, he goes, what do you think about candidates getting uh, donations from felons? And Gavin Newsom didn't want anything to do with it because he knew what was coming. Do you know that Gavin Newsom has gotten funding for his, his campaigns from PG&E? PG&E, who's, who was, the, they, they were found guilty of two felonies. You know, the whole Paradise Fire and all that kind of good stuff. Yet they still contribute to his campaign fund. Isn't that strange? And yet PG&E is about the only fucking electricity company anybody in California can use. Minus Roseville, some smud. There's there there are a few others. It's not like it is here. I mean, why would you want to have energy and electricity? Why would you want to have that? You know, go out to people and they get to choose theirs. Then you got Gavin Newsom banning natural gas and oil while Hoover Dam is about to stop producing electricity. That is actually some of the funniest shit that. Uh, Look, look, Gavin Newsom can say that he's going to ban natural gas, 
But that's the only way that California is getting electricity is through natural gas right now. How can they afford to contribute when they had to file bankruptcy more than once due to their own mismanagement? PG&E for my gas. Oh, wait, that's getting banned. Well, I, I, I just find it, I find it so repulsive that the state of California has this fucking clown who looks like a cross between the Joker and American Psycho. As he drives around and flies all over the country in private jets, he drives in gigantic SUVs. How much fucking gel he puts in his hair even Ron DeSantis makes fun of. The man that told you not to spend time with your family due to COVID, yet he goes to a friend's, a friend's 50th birthday party at the French Laundry, one of the most expensive restaurants in the world, and nobody's wearing masks, nobody's social distancing. How does this guy get taken seriously? I take stand-up comedians a lot more seriously than I take this guy. 2030, no more gas-powered appliances. What a way to fuck the poor over even when their shit breaks down in eight years. That's akin to those on welfare spending their benefits on nails and hair uh, as opposed to their real-life needs. Yep. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, When he told me to social distance, I never listened to LOL. Gavin is a used car salesman with unlimited power. He really is. That's all he is. Along with one of the most dangerous people in this country. He, along with his his family of Nancy Pelosi, because they are that that's his aunt. And, and all the, the, the interwebbings between media and government that we have. You see, this is the spider webs of communism. Because you get a ruling party, an elite ruling party. And the rich, the celebrities and stuff, they donate all this money to the ruling party. That way they're allowed to keep their billions of dollars. There is no, they look, look, let me just tell you right now, the left now, which is completely different than your granddad's or your dad's Democratic Party, because the Democratic Party used to be the party of the working man. And then something happened. Oh, that's right, the liberals took it over. And now what's happened is the liberals are losing control of it Because the liberals are all a bunch of pussies anyway. And these progressives, these people like AOC. Remember last week the clip I played from Rashida Tlaib where she wanted oil companies or Chase, these financial companies to stop giving money to oil companies right now? Like that day? You get these people who are just really, really mouthy and they don't answer anything. See, the way to fight them back is to become mouthier. 
is to talk them down. It is to fucking re-bully them. Because these are the people that have been bullied their whole lives. And now that they've got a little bit of power, they're going to fucking wave it around. Well, I'm here to tell you, they're still those scared little fucking punks. They're still those scared kids that ran home to mommy and daddy because you were fixing to take their lunch money. It's time to take that fucking lunch money, people. It's time to say enough enough, AOC. Shut your cum hole and go back and work at a bar because you don't deserve to be in Washington. Rashida Tlaib, whatever the fucking name is, go back to what other fucking pimp you fucking ran from on the street because you are nothing more than a cheap hooker. If you peel back all the layers of corruption past Epstein, past the Clintons, past the Illuminati, and past George Soros, you'll find the source of all that. Walt Gray. (laughs) There you go. Hey, how about we take out George Soros? The 60s happened. took them about 20 20 years uh, to finally take over the Democratic Party. Uh, the 60s liberals took over because that's what they did. I think the last real Democrat was probably dumb fuck himself, Jimmy Carter. And then we had eight years of bliss under Ronald Reagan. I say bliss, but I know a lot of people hate him, and that's okay. I don't care. Then you had uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. That was Daddy Bush. And then old Slick Willie came in, and Slick Willie was pretty much the first liberal president. And look what they let him get away with. I mean, I I just want you to think about that. And you can like Bill Clinton all you want. I don't care. Bill Clinton lied to Congress about having an affair in the Oval Office. He lied to Congress about it and still... He was impeached for it, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I guess he was impeached. But it was proven that he lied, yet he wasn't kicked out of office. So you see, they started becoming bulletproof then. And this is where the the other side has to use a different sort of bullet then. And I don't mean that literally. I mean figuratively. We need to find ways to bring these people down. And there's one solid way is when we find out how many of them are pedophiles until enough of the progressives start going along with this bullshit maps thing. I mean, Joe Biden just bragged about having an affair with a a 12-year-old when he was 30. Wasn't Carter liberal for his time? No, Jimmy Carter was stupid for his time. That's all I can remember. Look, I was a kid, and I even knew Jimmy Carter was an idiot. Jimmy Carter allowed the fucking Iran hostages to happen. And then a phone call the night before the inauguration of, of Ronald Reagan and them, them, them people that were kidnapped over in Iran. I remember living through that, and it was every day we had an uh, update hostage situation. And they were American hostages. Jimmy Carter let them sit there for a long time. I'll never forgive him for that. 
Clinton was the reason for the housing crash in 2008 uh, on top of one word, Chelsea. Barf. Yeah. But hey, like I said, get ready to pay more for your uh, your housing to be uh, heated this year. I think that's sad. I mean, they're going to fuck you in the ass at the oil pump, at the gas pump, and now at home. Unbelievable. You know who's not fucking you, though? Here's good news. Good news is... Costco has come out and said they will keep the price of a hot dog and a drink at a dollar fifty. Wow, that sounds really good on this board. Holy shit. CFO Richard Galani reiterated the cheap price point on the fan favorite would stay in place. Lightning struck me, he said, uh, the combo was mentioned. He added that the higher margin businesses, such as gas and travel sales, help Costco maintain deals. And the $1.50 hot dog and drink will stay $1.50. I remember uh, being a little girl in the 90s and wondering what the big deal with being impeachment if he wasn't getting out. Yeah. The uh, These communists today make the original liberals look like conservatives. Well, it makes them look like what they were, and they were pussies. They literally were pussies. And, and by the way, they still are pussies. Liberals are pussies. Because liberals need somebody now on their side. And this is why you've seen Bill Maher go so far to the right. Now, he's not conservative. He's still liberal. But he needs somebody to fight behind him. And now that you've started to wake up this big dog. See, that's the problem is that the left, the left had their shit going fine until they started fucking around, setting fires to downtown areas, people not going to jail for it, killing police officers. You know, the, the Republicans are like, you know what? We've had kind of enough of this bullshit. They got rid of the dip chocolate ice cream bars, though, fuckers. <laughs> you mean those Antifa folks don't scare you? No. 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 no look, look here, here's the best thing about Antifa is that I got a lot of friends, too. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clean that up. I have a lot of violent friends, too. And the problem is Antifa is only tough when there's one of you and like six or seven of them. And by the way, six or seven of them, if you're going to come at me, you better bring a dozen because I ain't going to stop. I, I, I'm just telling you right now, in the day and age that we're in, if you want to fight somebody, if you want to hold your own, look, I, I don't go around looking for fights. I don't want to fight. I don't like fight. I don't like getting hit. But are you willing to die? Oh, I am. Oh, I, I, I'm not afraid of death. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And if you want to fucking start a fight with me, then it is on. And I am probably going to crush your skull. Because this ain't, it, look, look, look. There ain't no referee in a street fight. There, there, there are no judges in a street fight. And street fights have become, you know, if you don't have a gun, well, you're screwed. Well, I'm screwed because I don't carry a gun around. 
and if some motherfucker pulls a gun on me and somehow I can get uh, that gun out of his hand, that motherfucker's going to die. See, he's going to die or I'm going to die, one of the two. And these Antifa pussies, they carry around these sticks and they got their helmets on. See, you can tell what kind of pussy is a pussy. We have pussified our country so much over the years. When we were kids riding around building ramps and shit, jumping them on our bikes, nobody ever wore a helmet. We would beat kids up if they wore helmets. We would go to batting cages and not wear helmets. Why? Because we weren't pussies. And you see, if we knew there was going to be a fight happening, nobody would wear a helmet. Nobody would wear, you know, gloves made out of hard plastic. You showed up and you fought. In today's world, you literally have to beat someone's ass a whole not saying a thing. One fag or bitch coming out of your mouth and the whole whooping ass, you get hate crime charged. Yeah, oh, I get it. I ain't got time to talk during an ass whooping. I got to whoop some ass because I'm fat and I'm going to tire out quick. So let me curb stomp you real fast and then let me be on my way. Now, if it was a white person I was beating up, I could make all kinds of white things at them. Because, see, I'm white, too, so I could say, hey, honky. We are so, (laughs) our country is so fucked. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Let's see. Oh, by the way, this this is a great story here. North Korea. <laughs> LOL and old shit is a throat punch or a knee kick at this point. Amen to that. Yeah, not if they're dead. The more you know. Amen to that. North Korea fires a second ballistic missile into the sea ahead of Vice President Harris' visit to Seoul. Hmm. I, I bet you she was like, turn this motherfucker around. Uh-uh, no, I ain't getting off in no soul. They ain't got no soul there if they're firing off missiles. Did he do any of that when Donald Trump came to visit? The answer is no. Why? Because he knows, and we're talking about Kim Jong-un, that if he would have fired off a missile while Donald Trump was on his way to visit, Donald Trump would have not visited, and instead he would have been visited by the United States military. And by visited, I mean have lots of bombs dropped on his fucking home. See, when I talk about being a pussy and, and, and America's a pussy, this is a great example. We have a, a, an insane man who's the leader of a country of people that are starving to death. And we're begging him, please stop making bombs. Please stop making bombs. We're begging him. I want you to think about that. We're begging him. 
And the reason why we're begging him is that our leaders are in bed with Chinese leaders, and China is like North Korea's kind of big brother saying, look, you guys can do a little bit of stuff, and we'll back you up. Enough is enough, man. Enough of playing this fucking sit and wait while the world gets big and mean against us. And then we finally have to let the dogs out. And by the way, when we let the dogs out, the military dogs, that's a changed military. I'm going to root for them. And I think they're going to be able to do their job. But man, oh man, they've made boot camp such a safe space for a lot of people. Meanwhile, Canada is trying to pressure North Korea. Jesus. Kamala, soul food is from the soul or from soul. Insert nervous fake laugh here. I never, ever thought that I would look at America and just kind of laugh at it for being so weak. But we are. And it's not, when I say we're weak, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm not talking about, it, it's just us in the eyes of the world. The eyes of the world look at us and we're, we, you have to think about this. We allowed a man to get arrested in Virginia for defending his daughter who was raped at school by a boy who was pretending to be a girl and the school covered it up. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Do we need to go back to that clip from like 1980 or 81 where the dad was acting like he was fucking on a, a, uh, a payphone? Kids, payphones are what we used to have before cell phones, and there was a whole bank of them. That means a bunch of them on a wall at airports especially. And this guy was just hiding out there, and they're bringing back this karate instructor who molested his son. Well, when they're walking by him, this fucking dad goes up to him, puts a fucking, I think he had a rifle, sticks a rifle to his head and blows his brains out right there on live TV in the airport. Dad was acquitted. That's when America was great. When you got to handle your business there on live TV... Now, that father is a fucking terrorist, I'm sure. Oh, he didn't let the justice system do his job. No, because he knew the justice system wouldn't do its job. I actually saw that video like two weeks ago. It was beautiful. Oh, that's one of my favorite videos to ever see. Mm Mm-mm-mm. But hey, you know, we, we don't have time for that. We have to figure out what our pronouns are. Excuse me, what are your pronouns? I need to know what your pronouns are. How dumb does that sound? What are your pronouns? Fuck and off. And let's not forget Ellie Nestler. She shot and killed her son's molester in a courtroom. Amen to that. Stop putting these molesters in fucking, uh, you know, private custody or, or, or protected custody. Put them in gin pop. Let's get rid of them quick. 
Let's Jeffrey Dahmer the shit out of him. No, I have not started watching that. I, well, I, I turned it on on Netflix. There's like a, a new series on Netflix about Jeffrey Dahmer. And I watched about the first five minutes, and it is just, and I know it's going to be creepy because he is a serial killer that was a cannibal. But it was just a little even too creepy for me. I had a tranny patient come in on Friday wearing a mask that said, she, her, stupid bitch. God damn it, Arnie, stop being so backwards. The term is now MAPS. Yes, minor attracted people. How sick is that? Dude, it's dark as fuck. Okay, I'm going to have to remember that. Uh, wonderful news here to report. There is a brand new drug hitting the market. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia is ground zero for it. It's called, uh, xylazine. X-Y-L-A-Z-I-N-E. Xylazine. It's a muscle relaxer intended for animals like horses. And the way it's being prepared uh, in the illicit drug scene is, is really, really, this is bad. The drug prolongs the highs felt from heroin, but results in users passing out for hours at a time, while injection points ulcerate and lead to grisly wounds that spread across the body. This sounds like that drug they were doing in, in, in Russia called Crocodile. That had gasoline in it. Some users even report severe sores erupting across their bodies when they never injected the drug. Many are left disfigured as fingers, arms, feet, legs, and toes are forced to be amputated. By the way, in Philadelphia, this is resulting in one-third of all fatal opioid overdoses. Fine, it's map season then. I don't care what you call them. If they are touching children, they are asking for a dirt nap. They really are. Back when I was a young kid, the term uh, blew a tranny meant you had car trouble. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, how were these drugs getting here? Oh, that's right. I know. They're getting here through that secure border we have. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. I'll go the natural method and just get leprosy if I want to lose limbs or digits. This is just flat out lovely. Oh, look at that. Oh, wait. wait I want to see the picture. Yeah, I want to see the picture. Don't, don't pixel it out. Man, oh, man. Philadelphia is just fucking ground zero for just hell. Drug overdoses in the U.S. have hit the highest level in records began. We've had over 107,000 overdoses this year. Lovely. And now one's a flesh-eating one. There you go, kids. Keep up the great work. Get dope that eats your flesh. Fantastic. Uh, 
Now, now, oh wait, we got. I got to do this story, and then we can get to some fun stuff for the last half hour. Or so, a mom in Washington State. We well, we won't call her a mom. If it's bad that I don't give a shit about the new illicit drugs, Mother Nature's way of eliminating the weak, border problem or not, they don't uh, put them in your arm. You do. Amen to that. Don't pixel it out, a phrase I've grown to regret a time or two. Washington State woman was hit with 23 years behind bars for sex trafficking her six-year-old daughter in exchange for sneakers and cash. (laughs) Kylie Flores of Spokane sold her little girl to a man she met on a dating site plenty of fish, and promised to pay her with new Nikes and small amounts of cash and a place to stay. The man's name is Trevor Harder, who filmed himself raping the young girl in his apartment, have entered entered guilty pleas. The fact of the case represents some of the most egregious sexual abuse of a child one can imagine. The U.S. attorney said today's sentence is important, but it is equally important to remember that Flora's sentence will likely be much shorter than the lifelong impact on the child. No sentence can return the child's innocence, but our community is now safer and stronger. How about this? I saw this once on a a Criminal Minds episode, and it made so much sense to me. So uh, this gal was, uh, she had kidnapped this guy who raped her once before, and she tied him up. And the, 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 the FAU or the BAU from the FBI, they figured out she had kidnapped him. And they showed up at her house right before she kills him. And she looks at the, one of the agents and says, you had, you know, you had a monster, didn't you? And she's like, yes, yes, I did. And she was mad because she didn't let him get kill the monster. She goes, is your monster still alive? And she's like, no, 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 he, he, he's dead. And she just looks at her and goes, mine isn't. And I have to live knowing that my monster is still alive. How about we do this six-year-old a favor? And take care of those monsters. I'm not saying that that is going to heal this child. Because probably nothing ever will heal this child. But at least they know, they'll know that they don't have to ever worry about turning a corner. And seeing one of these two people ever again. Why don't we give the, the victim some justice? Justice isn't 23 years in a, in, a, in a prison. Justice isn't 50 years for some of these people in a prison. That's not justice. I don't know what justice is. I just know it's not that. And, and killing these people, well, Arnie, that's not justice. No, but you know what? That's one of those things that gives them a little bit more of a peace of mind. 
not knowing that the people that did this to you will never, ever, ever come after you again, that would be enough to help me sleep a little bit better at night. Uh, rape them back. Temporarily safer, but since he will be let out at a point, that means he can do it again. Oh, absolutely, and he's going to be in protective custody, and nothing's ever going to happen to him. I'm tired of this. I'm, t- I'm tired of us having to be the bigger people and, and people going, well, that's what makes us America. Well, if that's what makes us America, then I say we go buy something else. Because I, I, I am tired of it. It's a joke. Rape them back. Eh, rape them back with what? A chainsaw? Okay, I could do that. Now, there's a couple of new books that are coming out that we got to talk about. Now, I'm not a, a, an avid reader, so the first one I am not going to read. The first one... The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed. For nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half assed podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Uh, this book is called The Courtiers, The Hidden Power Behind the Crown where staff members are calling themselves the Sussex Survivors Club because working for Harry and Meghan was like working for wealthy teenagers. There are so many stories that I've read about this. One includes the fact that Meghan was about to break up with Harry because he hadn't gone, like, official, official. Like, they were dating... And he, w- he did not comment on if he had a girlfriend or not. And she said, if you don't say that I'm your girlfriend, I am leaving you. And I'm taking this magic vagina with me. Also, there are reports that she had to do a royal tour of Australia. You know, where they flew her there. They gave her the best clothes. They ate the best food. They stayed in the nicest hotel suites there. And she says that she should have been paid to do that. 
Queen's too busy decomposing now, and no, I ain't making any update. No, you don't have to. Oh, I think Meghan Markle had a hand in playing in the death of, of, of the Queen. The book details alleged ugly behavior by Meghan and Harry. Uh, this is a quote from the book. Everyone knew that the institution would be judged by her happiness. The mistake they made was thinking that she wanted to be happy. She wanted to be rejected because she was obsessed with the narrative from day one. Staffers say they were played by the Markles. The Post has also reported that Megan had pitched Netflix about a project as far back as 2018 when she was still a working royal. Harry claimed that they didn't think about teaming up with the streaming service until they left. So if you're into the royals and all that kind of stuff, when this book comes out, hopefully it will detail a lot. But that's not the book that I'm excited about, maybe possibly seeing or turning into a, a, a live television event. Nope. And this is what I love. This is, this is why I will always love Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer just proved what kind of man he is. He's the man that's going to get him some. You remember how Matt Lauer got canceled? Matt Lauer was banging everything that walked in NBC, the former Today Show host. He had a special button on his door that locked his office door. And he fucked some chick so hard in his office until she passed out and he just left her there. All while being married. He's a dirtbag. Let, let, let me get this straight. Let, let, let me get this out here. He is a dirtbag, Yes. And you remember, on this show, I told you about a roast that happened for Matt Lauer. And when Matt Lauer, when this all this came out, oh, gosh, we had no idea Matt Lauer was like this. This just, oh, this all sickens us. Oh, my God. If we would have known. And the truth of the matter is, is that's what the entire roast was about, how many chicks he was banging. Martha Stewart made fun of him. And somebody who's going to be involved in this tell-all hit list will be the one and only Katie Couric. Oh, I don't know about you, but I love it. I love it. Oh, man. He has come out and boasted that he is going to settle all his scores with a scathing tell-all book this year. I can't wait. But thanks to the shenanigans we got on the TV show on Apple TV, the morning show, I love it. Amen to that. For the past five years, Matt Lauer has kept his head down, but now thinks the dust has settled and it's time to get even. Topping his hit list are Savannah Guthrie, good. Hoda Kobe, good. And Katie Couric, great. There was an interview out that, that, that Katie Couric called him reckless and disgusting. 
tell-all book that could shake up the whole tree. So Matt Lauer will be in the plane crash or a fatal car accident, probably. He's been plotting on how to do the book, and it will be balanced between trying to emphasize all the good he's done, you know, all those charities that he helped, while exacting revenge against others. He knows he has little chance of a TV comeback, so he's really got nothing to lose. Oh, Matt, Matt, you're never coming back to TV, but you could sell a billion copies of this book. Sources tell Radar Online that Lauer fears his dynamic executive Sweetie 53 will ditch him. And she snagged another high-profile client. Whatever. If, If I'm Matt Lauer, I'd be like, you know what? I've had enough ass. I'm good. I'm about to ruin some people's fucking lives. And I hope he does. I really hope he does. He did good? Seriously, in the last five years, I've not heard one news story about this good deal. Oh, no, I'm talking about back when he was uh, an anchor. Look, let, let, let me let you in on a little secret on how broadcasting works. Whenever you see a news anchor or a radio person, me included, um... Katie, the South Park unit of fecal weight measurement. Katie Couric, yes, sir. Um, these people that go out, they work with charities, and they, you know, they, they, they make sure they get photographed doing the good deeds that they do. Now, there are a lot of people that go out and do these good deeds out of the goodness of their heart because they really, really want to. And then there are media people that do it. Media people do it for one reason and one reason only, and that is the get-out-of-jail-free card. We raise tons and tons of money for children's hospitals and, and all kinds of things, and we were allowed to go as far as we went with some things by saying the word retard. I was allowed to use retard on the air because of all the good that that my show and I did for people. <laughs> Katie will run into the open arms of fuck. No, I don't want anything to do with that fucking that fucking ambulance chaser that she's turned into. And I'll tell you, you know, you know it's bad when and I'll never ever forget this. We were so mad at this. Is that when when we got in trouble a long time ago with the whole transgender thing, and we got in trouble with transgenders because before it was cool to get in trouble with transgenders, and there was no such thing as a cancel culture then, even though they did try. Perez Hilton did try to cancel your boy here. I'll never forget. You know, we did our thing where I, I said I'd throw a shoe at my kid, and that's all I said. And to this day, I. I still am wondering what I did wrong. I never said I wouldn't love him anymore. I never said I hated my kid. I never said I wanted to kill him. I never said anything like that. All I said was I'd throw a shoe at him. That's it. And it was a joke. 
different people across the internet wanted my children to be taken from me, even though I didn't have any children at the time. And we had to apologize for it. But I'll never forget that the next day after I said the shoe remark, I knew it was going to be on that day because of all the emails I had gotten the night before. And I remember sitting there and I said, are we going to talk about this? And another person said, well, do you think you said anything wrong? I said, well, I don't think it's so. I, I don't think so. It was a joke. But if we need to apologize for this, I'm here to apologize. That's what I said. Now, what was told to higher ups was that I was not willing to apologize, which is completely untrue. So we go on the air that day, and I did not know that there had been a plan worked out because, like I said, I didn't find out about it until after I went to the premiere for the very first Hangover movie. And that's when I got into the car and I saw all the messages on my phone. And they had worked out a deal to where we were going to apologize on the air, and like I said, I have no problem with it. I think it was stupid that we were apologizing, but I would have done so. But instead, it went another way, and I had no control of that, that we ended up doubling down. And then after that show, we were suspended. And it was all put on me. that I didn't want to apologize. Well, literally, I didn't want to apologize, but I was willing to. And I'll never forget, one of, the, one of the first people, one of the first sponsors that pulled out was UC Davis Hospital, a hospital that our show had literally raised over $2 million for. They didn't have our backs. And we weren't going around saying, kill transgenders, do this, do that, or, or kill gays, nothing like that. But the narrative was there, and they pulled out. And to this day, I will never, ever donate another dollar to that hospital. Because they didn't have our backs. And this wasn't, you know, we, we donated, we did our, our time and money for that to, to get out of jail. This was not really a get in jail free, you know, thing. This was an activism thing against us. And to this day, I'm still pissed off about it. Could you imagine Arnie giving out filled sperm sample cups to angry listeners, giving his kids away one cup at a time? Uh, I'm shocked that yeah, you were thrown under the bus. Did the bus at least beat before it ran over you and backed up and ran over you again? Truth of the matter is, I didn't find that out. I didn't find out about the deal that was in place until I interviewed for the afternoon job. Same boss, same boss told me that, and that's, that's yet another reason why I've never, ever been able to forgive a certain somebody. Not ever. I wasn't told about that deal, and then I was to blame. I found at that meeting that I was told, uh, my boss looked at me, he goes, um, it was told us that you were you were not willing to apologize. And I looked at the boss. I said, you know that's not true. And he goes, Arnie, if I, if I thought that was true, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. 
Then I found out from a general manager friend of mine the exact same story about two years later. Oh, I was thrown under that bus so badly. So badly. I remember that comment, and I, la- I H-E-L-L-A laughed. No apology needed. It's a fucking joke. Yep. The only reason for a forced apology when you're an adult is just to make you uh, bend the knee. Forced apologies are fake. Yes, they are. To this day, I remember doing that show. I remember doing the apology show, and I sat there. And, you know, I have some comic timing. I have really, really good comic timing. Yeah, that former co-host is now Captain PC. That's what I hear. Um, I'll never, ever forget this. We're on the show. We're doing the show. Well, we get there. And uh, I'm sitting in this, uh, this boardroom, uh, this meeting room, right? And it's our show. And it's a sta- it, the, the station manager, he's there. And our general manager's there. And the mom of a transgender is there. And a transgender that still hasn't had the surgery, but, you know, was in the Navy, who looks like D. Snyder, is there. I love telling this story, too, by the way. This is one of my favorite stories that I tell. Um, and this mom is just shooting daggers at me. I mean, I, I've apologized to her. I've, you know, we, we, we've got fucking coffee and donuts, and, and we, we went to Labu even. I mean, that, that's how fancy this was. We went to Labu. Uh, the baby joke day, that was, that, that was one that we got out of hand on. And I will, to this day, I will not tell dead baby jokes because of that. That was our own fault. Um, but the, uh, the transgendered moms just, shinning me daggers right and we're we're having this meeting with them and we ask them you know what are the terms that you know are are red flags or or not allowed terms and she said he she shim it you know all the fun ones and uh i sat there and i was like okay all right i i put that in my my bank my comedy bank that i have in my head and uh, we get to that part on the show. And, and, and we started the show that day. It's like 7 or 7.30. Usually we started at 5.30. And it was an entire show dedicated to this topic and this apology show. And we're doing it right. And it's my time to shine. And I thought to myself, you know what? There is no guarantee that I'm coming back tomorrow. So... Let's go out with a bang, shall we? And a bang I did go out with, but not really. So we get to that part of the conversation, and uh, the other host is talking and says, now what are some of the names that people use that are are big put-downs to you? And the mother, of course, takes the lead again and says, he, she, shim, it. And I and that's when I have inter- interjected. Um, I interjected and I said, "Now, if you don't believe that those words hurt, then today at work, go up to one of your black friends 
and call him a... And I said it. I And I saw hard R. I mean, probably the hardest R I've ever used. And I said it on the air. This is why I miss my dad so much. Um... And, of course, the other host is like, well, Arnie's just trying to point out that how bad this word, these words are and how much they hurt and how you shouldn't use those. As soon as I said that, the mother, who was shooting daggers at me with her eyes, walked around the studio and hugged me live on the air. I remember the apology show with the trans folks. Your apology was so flat and wooden old West Towns could use it as a sidewalk, and I thought it was hilarious. Scott says, I hated the apology show. Not only that <laughs> was kissing up so bad to your guest, but all the caller scab took saying, I never heard uh, your show before, but I want to weigh in. I called and said, I have some questions for the guest, and was told uh, we're not taking calls from our own fans today. Yeah. So I sold that. This mother comes up and hugs me. The tranny came over and hugged me during a commercial break. I get kind of a side eye look like, God damn, that was funny, but it was fucking genius as well, which of course it was. And I'll never, ever forget the show ended. And I asked Pat Martin about this a few years later. And uh, he said he didn't recall, but uh, that song, Second Chance, I, I think it's by Shinedown. Hold on a second. Let me let me see if I'm right about this. Um, yeah, this one right here. When we got off the air that day, this was the first song that played. That's called Second Chance. My eyes are open wide by the way. And I remember walking out of the restroom after hearing that, and the mom hugged me again, the tranny hugged me again, the GM comes to me, he gives me a hug, right? All these people are hugging me. My agent calls me, and, uh, well, my agent called me after I talked to my dad. And I'll never, ever forget it. It was one of the funniest things that I, and of course I said that on purpose. My dad was listening that day, and I said, did you hear the show today? And he goes, yeah, you said the N-word. But he, he said it. He said, you said that on the air. Oh, that was fucking great. <laughs> my dad got my humor, and that was the best part of the entire day. And no, we did not lose our jobs over it. Oh, my God. I will, ne- I will never, ever forget that. And I remember my agent called. He goes, man, you really saved the day, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, and I got to say the N-word on the air today. The tranny hugged you again. Yeah, that tranny couldn't get enough of me, the one that looked like D. Snyder. I will never, ever forget that. The, the, the straight fire, the show you, you were talking about, the baby joke show. I don't know why we started telling baby jokes that day, but like dead baby jokes. And they were off. I mean, they were just rotten, you know. And but we were, and we were all laughing in there, having a good time. 
we did not know that there was a convention of Sid's parents in Sacramento that day, and they had heard this. Oh, it was so bad. I mean, we we fell right on the sword that day. We were like, look, we didn't break any FCC rules. We fucked up. We actually did apologize for that because we really we felt bad for that one. That wasn't a real apology the next day for that. Hmm. Was the tranny an automatic or a stick shift? It was uh it was a stick shift turning into an automatic. Yeah, and 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 straight fire, that's why we got in trouble. It wasn't because look, look, here's the thing once again. If our listeners told us that we went too far, then we went too far. But our listeners never told us we went too far. These were all people just like what Scott said. These are people that have never heard our show before. Look, and let me give you the background of how this that day went. So I was suspended for a week, by the way, with pay. I was suspended for a week with pay. And I'll never forget, I left my house. I was living in Lincoln at the time. I needed to get a can of snuff and a Dr. Pepper on the way to work. And there was this little filling station I liked to go to because they had these really, really good, like, Philly cheesesteak things you could heat up. And I was kind of hungry, too. I didn't know that we were going to have, like, donuts and shit. Well, they didn't have any Philly cheesesteaks. So I grabbed Dr. Pepper and a can of snuff. And as I'm walking out, this guy stops me. He goes, you're Arnie, aren't you? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, or 6.15. I got to be at the station by 7. Or it's 6. I'm probably going to get there at 6.30. He goes, you brought so much joy to me and my family with the jokes you tell and the things you do on the air. I think this is rotten what you're going through right now. I think it's bullshit, and I support you no matter what you do. And I was like, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Totally made my day. And that's when I started thinking about, if this is my last day, we're going to go out with a bang. And at that time, I drove a, uh, I drove a forerunner. And it was a pretty kick-ass forerunner. And it had a kick-ass stereo system. I mean, I had a loud system in there. I had like two 15-inch woofers in the back of that thing. And I'll never forget in turning the corner at at Madison and Garfield, making that right-hand turn to where I can get to the radio station. Because I never did the Madison U-turn thing. I didn't like that. I took the back way up Greenback. Um, and as soon as I turned, I could see five news trucks parked in front of our building and their fucking masts were up. They were going live. Right. And I said, well, let's do it. And I had, I had a song pause because I I was told they're probably going to be news stations at the TV station. So I had a song that was paused going in, and I turned my stereo all the way up. All the windows were down. The back window was down. And uh, let's see. Let, let, let's see. Uh, I got to moot this down. Let's see um, if I can find the song to play. And I'll, I'll, I'll play the part where, yeah, here we go. Uh, probably somewhere in here. I turned the corner and then turned it up. 
Now, I, I guess I was on some B-roll for that. But I played that going in the parking lot knowing full on that this could be my last day. And I was about to say, fuck y'all. Oh, I remember those baby jokes. I remember the apology. Yeah, it was bad on our part. That was, that was our fault. I, I full on, I'll full on take that one there. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for us today because I got to get going. Uh, I have to get to a meeting, and it's across town. But hopefully we're going to be selling some advertisements. And I need to because this neat show needs some funding. The show that did a few people dirty, Arnie, a couple former producers, they just dump people and don't ever say what happened and act like those people never existed. Oh, believe me, I never did exist in some of their eyes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, somebody's got some splaining to do. That's all I got to say about that for now. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, and I, like I said, I, I, I apologize that we only did two hours today, but I hope you can understand because we got to start making some money. Hey! Uh, until tomorrow, please remember that every room you uh, walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Monday, and adios, everybody. Uh- At first, she's going to come on strong, like she'll love you all night long, like it's going out of style. Then she'll leave you with a smile You're gonna give her all your heart Then she'll tear your world apart You're gonna cry a little while Still she'll leave you with a smile Well you can't help but wonder why you
at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.